Okay, 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 okay. Hello, 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 from the offsides, you guys. Um, we've been recording pretty regularly. It's been pretty cute and stuff. Um, I'm Davis. I'm super awesome, and I don't know what's going on in the background. Can't quite hear it. Renee, you suck. Um, but with me today is everybody. The whole crew is here. No pun intended. Question I'm here. Mark? You're here. Yep. Colin, Colin's here. Hey, Colin. Hey. Hey, Davis. Hey. Hey, hey Renee. Renee's here. Renee says that he doesn't have his headphones on. Um, hey, Brad. Brad's here. Hey, Brad. Hey, what's going on? And when you said regularly recording, you meant me and Colin, right? <laughs> That's fair. Hey I, hey, I was here. I was here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Renee was here. You, you yeah, guys have taken turns. Don't forget that Colin refused, That's refused true. to podcast. That's true. Today's All podcast right. is brought to you by uh, Pomplamoose and Key Lime LaCroix. Uh, I got a lemon one in the fridge. I'd go get it, but I don't want to get out. So LaCroix is getting free sponsorship. Yeah, so good. Good. Villager. Also, go to SeatGeek, enter the promo code NBA Palooza <laughs> before November 1st. Don't say, don't say you got it from fucking Bill Simmons. Say it came from Hello from the Offsides and $30 <laughs> off your NBA purchase. Give us those kickbacks. See, see, yeah. See, see, I'm doing it. NBA Palooza. One they, word. What's their name? Seat Boys? Yep. Well, I'm going to have it. Palooza. .com. P O O L Z A, I think. Pulaza? Pulaza? Did you spell Pulaza? Pulaza. Whatever. Just put it in, get that $30 off your first NBA ticket purchase. Or you can just check the internet for what the scores are going to be because the whole thing's rigged. Do you guys remember when we did a soccer podcast? Rigged. Hey, we're just getting our advertisement out of the way, Colin. Yeah, we had. We had yeah, Colin. We had to treat our sponsors. Yeah, jeez. Seatboys. Sorry, sorry we didn't all sell out like we didn't sell out. It's fair. All right, so it has been a very I don't know interesting time in the EPL, um, with I guess a couple of recent runs. City are numero uno, and somehow. I lost my window. There we go. City, our numero. This is just great radio. City, you're sitting first, 28 points. United, 23rd, second, 23rd, 23 points. Okay, I'm broken. I'm dead. Spurs are in third, 20 points. Chelsea, 19 points, fourth place. Fourth place. Fourth City, Mega Bowl. And then all the other teams that don't matter. No, but seriously. Arsenal at fifth, um, only behind on goal differential, Liverpool at sixth, Watford are still in the top ten, Newcastle, the newcomers, no pun intended, that's not a pun, are eighth, Burnley ninth, and then other teams. Gross. Um, Palace sit in the bottom, Bournemouth uh, 19th, Everton in 18th, and Swansea and West Ham 17 and 16 respectively. But... But the former champions, Leicester, at 15. Stoke City at 13. That's always fun. Brighton, Hutter, Brighton, Huddersfield, and Newcastle. The three newcomers are all in the top 12. What order are you reading these things in? I'm just reading. Things <laughs> up as it goes. I mean, actually, that was all fast. That was that was in that was in alphabetical order. If it's on the teleprompter, he will read it. <laughs> I'm Ron Bergen. I think- 
Did you go one through four and skip to the bottom and read from the bottom up? Nah, I went like one well, kind of not really because he did eight. Crystal Bourne, and then he's like Leicester, and then Everton's in eighteen. <laughs> oh, he also threw some like some like second division, third division, fourth division pyramids in there. He's like, did y'all hear Nottingham Forest one yesterday? So. We're an absolute disaster today. <laughs> or we're doing great. You guys, oh, the happening. Um, I'm going to... Where's Salford? <laughs> going... South of Ford. Get your shit together. Right? All of you and, and end this stupid agenda. And I'm going to talk about... The United Spurs match. I'm gonna let Brad talk about the United Spurs match. Yeah. Who was awake for that? I did. I got up at 4:30 a.m. Pacific time, and I just want to say that the EPL has a West Coast bias. Nobody, everything's what? about the people on the West Coast. Fucking huh? too early for that shit. That's like a marquee match. Put that shit at nine. Brad, it's time. in a different country. I don't give a shit. There's <laughs> viewers that's here. Bi- that's how, that's not how biases work. If they had a West Coast bias, they would yeah, be- exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel biased. Because <laughs> this match mattered to me. I'm biased. Still real to Brad. So I'm creating the bias. Brad. I, you know, this feel may be the worst episode of this <laughs> including, worst, I think you mean best. Anyway. Including the one where the audio's dark. Yep, this is the worst one. <laughs> no, no, no. This anyway. Is- there was uh, a fucking monsoon in that game, and uh, United won one nothing. Uh, Anthony Marshall scored. He's he's the best French boy. Um, he's not the best French boy, but he's my favorite French boy. And it was good. I'm glad because Spurs suck, and that was fantastic. Um, but now Marshall's mad, so there's that. Why is he mad? He wants, he wants to be a starter, and he keeps coming off the bench. But he scored four goals off the bench. So I mean, he should um, but, be a starter. You should want to be a starter. I yeah, mean, Rashford is not really doing anything, so um, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, drama. And I don't want him to leave the team because I really like Anthony Marshall. So okay. That's did, all I have. What, West Coast did, bias. How did Spurs look, Brad? Uh, honestly, they didn't look great in the game. Um, right. United pretty much dominated outside of, like, a minor stretch. Is it um, and I think it's really bullshit that everyone was like, well, Spurs were without Harry Kane. Okay, well, United's without fucking Pogba and, like, four other goddamn people. Yeah. United has the most interest out of everyone. So Beep. shut Let's the fuck up. Let's go bias. Let's go bias. I'm biased. God. All right. Well, this is a disaster. <laughs> Can we talk about how City has the best record out of 10 games? Renee, you want to talk about that? Oh, God, they, they won by only a goal yesterday. That was very that last goal they gave up was... I think they need to... Oh, boo. Oh, boo. First, first, you said the F word when we weren't on radio. And I said, you need to get fined. But for next season. You'll get fined for next season. <laughs> yeah. Not the current World Series. For the, the next postseason's season. happening. We'll just oh, push God. this to next year. Can we talk about that? How, <laughs> how there's a team called the Cleveland Indians that has the most racist mascot, and then they're like, yeah, you're, you're suspended for five games for doing this. Like, <laughs> Why don't they just suspend Cleveland forever, as they should? No, because I don't know the Redskins season. are allowed to be a freaking team, so... <laughs> That's true. 
Okay. It's true. Sorry, I had you. Freaking, freaking the, the Everton, I apologize Everton for saying the Orleans Orleans are still Okay, okay. No, okay. I'm agreeing with I'm you. I'm going to get us back on track. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> the Toffee Men. Let's, let, let's, let's talk about this a little bit. Yeah, I, the Toffee Men sing my favorite song, Who Let the Dogs Out? I want to I want to talk a little bit about Spurs that they are in. You talk about the Baja Boys, the top three. The is Harry Kane the only player on Spurs? Yes, he is. No, I refuse. Okay, I know you love that. Christian Eriksen. Thank you. But Thank everyone you. else on that team, Christian Eriksen really looked lost yesterday, though, without Harry Kane. I will say that, like, he played okay, but not like normal great. Smooth, sexy Christian Eriksen. Um, Eric Wallala or whatever, Walla. I don't know how to say his last name. He did not look very good. And that was kind of surprising because I feel like two years ago, everyone was like raving about how great he was. So, Adam Lallana? Who? I don't know. Are you talking about Llorente? Oh, Lamella. Eric Lamella. Lamella? I have no idea who I'm talking about, so... I'm just well, making shit up now. Brett, oh, beep. Um, <laughs> we have never edited. Don't even. Yeah, we have. Oh, um, yeah. Colin Colin, edits when we Colin talk about all the... All right. We're going to keep talking. Um, all right. So, United look decent. I have to say that even without Pogba, United are still a top four side. And I hate to say that, but I cannot wait for the Chelsea United game. Um, maybe we can talk about that a little in a minute. Um, City, Renee, are by far one of the best teams on the continent right now. Um, they're just uh, – Kevin De Bruyne might be Lionel Messi-esque. He's pretty good. <laughs> oh, no. He's pretty what? I don't know. Pretty. Renee died apparently, so I think Renee farted. <clears throat> I do too. So C- City are just ridiculous. Um, does anybody know what their what their fixture list looks like coming up? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm still laughing over here at the uh, the coffee men song. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, City play Arsenal, oh, Leicester. Um, they got to play Huddersfield, South right. and West Ham. They don't have a very hard schedule. We got Arsenal. <laughs> I think it's all like playing uh, the dogmen out. This we got true. Napoli. We got Napoli coming up. That'll be good. Uh, Napoli. Mm, no, nope. but, but that's in Manchester, isn't it? Or is it in Italy? I don't remember. It's in Italy. Um, that that could be Napoli. Or I think the only defeat they have this entire season in all competitions is by City. I could be wrong on that. I don't follow. <laughs> Italian football very closely, but I'm pretty sure like the only defeat that they've suffered this entire year has been City. Um, so maybe that'll be a, a decent game. Maybe they've been playing. Uh, to your point earlier, though, yes, they've been playing really, really well. Uh, De Bruyne is playing fantastic. Um, I mean, he, he's just, he's on a on a different level, and not to like continue to harp on him, but I mean, he really is. Yeah, no, they're. Are we really going to call him DeBrowneye when he's a ginger? I've always called him DeBrowneye. Okay. Well, That's how you say his name. DeBroyne? DeBrowneye. That's how it's spelled. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So it's been pretty good. I, there are some rumors that uh, uh, the, the best 
Dress Man Alive said that uh, we're not going to go after Alexis Sanchez, which is kind of interesting. But um, like I said, why was Beckham commenting on the team? <laughs> they have a thousand uh, strikers. Uh, please, Pep, much better dressed than David Beckham. Have you seen Pep? Pep looks okay. Amazing. For a hot second, I thought you said Paps, and I was like, who the fuck is Paps? <laughs> you don't know Paps? <laughs> anyway, David, they're playing really well. They are. City are just. <clears throat> City are fun to watch and just incredible. Yeah, really I, I it, it, we're only ten games in, and I just can't see anybody catching them. God, I just, I really can't. Can. No, yeah, they're very good. Yeah, they're playing really, really well. And Ederson's playing fantastic. And Bravo and the, I forget what cup they were playing a few years ago. Wolves, the Wolves game and the Carabao yeah, even, Cup. I watched that shootout. It was crazy. Yeah, even Bravo played really well in that. I was like, oh, look at that, shades of Bravo. Although his stock is probably going to go down, which will be kind of. Um, well, you don't really need his stock to do anything, right? I mean, if he, if he's only playing in the Carabao Cup, I mean, yeah, that's true. Better. That's true. And I mean, he's still incredibly serviceable. I mean, as as we saw, especially in penalties, he's just yeah, mm-hmm. much more in general. I mean, without Chile going to the World Cup, it'll be interesting for him too to see where he lands yeah. if they keep with Ederson. But yes, going real well. Yeah. Yep, it must be must be nice having a team that kicks butt. Colin, you want to fill in the other end of the spectrum? Uh, I used to, there used to be a team I watched a lot. A lot of soccer <coughs> games, but they I think they stopped playing this year. I think it's done. I think their season. Yeah. I think they canceled the season. So they did not cancel the apocalypse. I think they no. The apocalypse just happened, and they were like fully <laughs> engrossed they, in it. They were only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Yeah, and then the doors just – they blew the whole thing. Now, Everton fired uh, Ronald Koeman, Koeman last week as they should have. In October, ridiculous. Uh, they, no, it was absolutely needed. He's, it's been a disaster. <laughs> no, it's like, – he bad – breast cancer awareness month. Oh, oh you're right. Good point. Uh, he bad-mouthed everyone because he was a disaster. Um, as good as he was last year, it seemed like he was, like, trying to kind of push himself for a better job, uh, which is a little strange. Um, I mean, I, there are absolutely better jobs in Everton, obviously, but I'm not sure I mean, why. Like crap at Everton, exactly. I don't. I don't know what he's doing. Um, so that sucks. But we we brought in Unsworth, who managed our, and I guess still manages our U23 team in the. <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, Premier League Two that we won last year, which means nothing. Um. And played relatively well against Chelsea, despite losing two to one. And we play Leicester today, so it'd be super cool if we could beat them two. and hire a manager, be it Unsworth or someone else. To, to your point about, about hire Bruce, the Chelsea yeah. game, fire Yeah. Um, I think I think like I texted you, Everton dominated the second half. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it it was men against boys. In the second half, it, which was just awful to watch, yeah, from a Chelsea perspective. And it wasn't it wasn't a first team Chelsea, but it also wasn't a full first team Everton. Oh yeah, yeah, um, not, yeah. Both yeah. teams were rotating out. I'm not trying to. I'm not taking away. They destroyed Chelsea in the second yeah. half, and Chelsea had absolutely no business winning that game. I don't think. I, That's I, fair. Everton yeah. just like the one struggle that everyone recognized this whole season, and I've been saying is that when you lose one of the best number nines in the world and then you replace him by not signing any striker, that's not good. 
Yeah. You mean you, you replace him with the best number nine in the world, Wayne Rooney? Um, there were a lot of rumors this week. You which to go were, to Sanchez, no? We what? Aren't you guys looking in a Alexis because Man City's he's not, not a number? Nine. He's not a nine, though. Let's be real. Though, it'll, it'll fucking help. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm sure we're looking at him, but that doesn't mean we're going to get him. I don't know why he would ever make that move, to be totally honest. you got the greatest uh, theme song in the world. We do. Z-Cars. Um, oh, little dog's out. But, like, it's, it's frustrating to watch, and it's frustrating that they, did, that they did that. And then all the, like, the, the information dumps this week that happened uh, when Komen was fired, where Komen said, oh, I had Olivier Giroud in the building, and then we couldn't sign him. And then uh, Vlasic said, yeah, I wasn't allowed to get number 19 because that was being reserved for Diego Costa. And it's, just, it's like, why, why, what does that help? Getting either of those guys would have been fine and would have helped, but not having them Let me say how dumb I think it was for Everton to think that they had a chance at Costa. I don't think it – well, I don't think it was dumb. I think Costa leveraged them to push him to – Atletico quicker as he should have. I think he and his agent did a good job. Um, I don't remember why he wasn't able to go there. What, what was the deal that was holding him up from going there immediately? Um, Atletico had the transfer ban. Yes. Gotcha. So he he signed. He was able to sign like a, a contract to be an Atletico on their books or something. I don't know. FIFA's weird. Did they sell him or did they just let him go? No, no, no. Yeah, they sold him. They okay. sold him for around 45 million pounds, I think. Yeah. Um, which is cut price considering Lukaku went for almost double that. Oh, it was very cheap. And I think, um, yeah, I think to what you're saying, yes, it was, <clears throat> it was silly of Everton to think they could get him. But I'm assuming that they, until... Chelsea and Atletico were able to work this deal out, as they should have, if they could have, and they did. Um, Everton thought, well, we can at least be this fallback option for him until January when we can grab someone else. Well, so. my, my, my thinking was in January when everything came out that Costa wanted to go back to Atletico. Yes. And Con- Conti apparently sent him a text message saying, Deuces, bro, thanks for the memories. Yeah. And then Costa's all like, wham, but what about me? I, I just think that no club had a chance to sign him other than Atletico. I mean, I agree with that, but he it seemed like he wasn't able to go, and I think that's the only yeah, reason fair Everton jumped in. And fair we were enough. desperate. They were absolutely desperate and still should be desperate. They've got to get – they have to spend money on some striker in uh, the transfer window in January, and I wish it could be Kyle Aaron because he'd be perfect, but I don't think Kyle Aaron can get a work permit. So there's that. Mm. Work permits are – so, Canada's way too far down in the like rankings for him to be able to get a work permit. <clears throat> yep, it's a disaster. Yeah. I feel really bad for him because he should be in the EPL. I feel bad for him, not because of that. I feel bad for him because he's Canadian mainly. So that's fair. Sorry, 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 sorry about that. No, but seriously, Kyle Lahren's good at stuff and things. Um, Everton's um, going to be okay. They're going to finish probably like. Anywhere between fifteenth and ninth, um, they could still make a. They could still Euro. get seventh. Yeah, they could still get back in the year. Depending on Davis reads the rankings, it'll be. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> they might uh, win depending on Davis's reading. <laughs> they might win <laughs> the EPL. Everton do have a lot of really good young players. Obviously, they won the um, the Premier League two last year, which is all young boys. Uh, be, be young boys. 
And so they've got this, they've also got this kid on loan in the Belgian league, Henry Onyerko, who's really, really good. Like we swooped in and got him before Arsenal could. Um, and I think he's going to get recalled in January too, which would help. Like the movie recalled? Yes. Total re- he'll totally be recalled in January. Well done. Yep. Two um, weeks. Two weeks. Um, so just as we were talking about the table, I just wanted everyone to know that West Brom are 14th, Watford are 7th, Huddersfield <laughs> are 11th, and Burnley is I seven. am the table! Nice. I don't know. I missed it. Um, irregardless, mm. ipso facto, raise ipso loquitur, and all that fun stuff. Um, Chelsea righted the ship. They beat Bournemouth recently. Um in the league, maybe they had the game against Everton where they, like we talked about already. Uh, but it, just a tiny, tiny soapbox as usual. If Gary Cahill plays another Premier League game without there being an injury to one of our center backs, I'm going to be furious. And it's nothing against Gary Cahill, but Antonio Rudiger is that much better. And yeah. Andreas Christensen is that much better than Gary Cahill. I, 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 don't get me wrong, but lo- love the guy. I'm sure he's an amazing fellow. And I'm sure you know he's done a lot for Chelsea. But tactically, Gary Cahill is not nearly as good as Antonio Rudiger or Andreas Christensen. And I just don't understand why. I get that he's English, but I don't understand why he's the captain. I, I, just, I think it was a terrible decision. Cesar Azpilicueta, if you watched um, during the Bournemouth game, he Cesar Azpilicueta legitimately showed, I think, why he's the best, if, if not the best defender in the Premier League, the second best defender in the Premier League. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. So that's my, that's my little spiel on Chelsea. Um, I want to move. Are we not going to talk about Conte and him saying apostate time or whatever uh, and wanting to leave? <laughs> I think that the way that Chelsea Football Club is run invites this type of media bonanza every year. And whether or not all these uh, – well, so, so the rumors were that there was some dressing room bust-ups and that players were calling Steve Holland – and like trying to get him to come back or something, and that Conte was going to be leaving the club either in January or at the end of the year because he hates it and all this stuff. Conte came out and said that I won't make make Colin bleep it out, but he said that all of these rumors are BS, and he said it numerous times, and it's really funny to watch his English uh, <laughs> translation of BS. It's funny. Um, and then, uh, I can't remember who it was, but a spokesperson for the club actually had to get involved and say, all of these rumors are ridiculous. Heart, you know, hearts and stuff. We love hearts. We love, we love you, Antonio Conti, um, blah, 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 blah. So, and there were a lot of rumors out of Italy and, and everything's just crazy. But like I said, I think the way that Chelsea football club are run, they invite this bonanza every season. And the way how awful our board is in, year in and year out, I think that they they deserve it. Uh, Antonio Conte and his family don't deserve it, sure, but um, they the Chelsea need to get their ducks in a row when it comes to the board because Antonio Conte, I think, might be 
one of the best managers that Chelsea have seen in a long time. And I think if they're smart, they could keep him for five, six, seven years before he goes back to Italy. And um, they should because he's the man. I love. I him. don't think he likes London, though. That's I, what to me. He yeah, just doesn't like living in London. I don't blame him. <laughs> I, I mean, London's great, but like, London's, if he's an Italian and he's from exactly. Italy, yeah. like, I, you want to live where you're from, and he's always yeah. coached there. Like, it's fine. And and I think he's tried. He brought his family's there, and he he, he yeah. commented a little bit about those rumors too. He said, "No, my family, you know, my family's here. My my mm-hmm. daughter's in school, and she loves school, and and I'm and I'm planning on being here for the foreseeable future." Yeah, and. You know, you can't blame him if he wants to go back to his home country. We no. get it. England is not Italy and vice versa. It's, you know, just different stuff, different yeah. cultures. Yeah. And, um, but I do think that if Chelsea are smart and they do everything they can, they can keep one of the best managers in the world in, in the Premier League and in London. But mm-hmm. Chelsea are pretty dumb. We've seen that in the past. So I doubt it works out that way. Yeah. Um, and just a quick live look in on the table, West Ham are 16th, uh, Southampton are 10th, Brighton are 12th, and Stoke are 13th. Oh, goodness. Thought I'd let you all know. Um, let's move. It, 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 oh, do we want to talk about, um, I mean, surprises so far? I mean, we're 10 games in. We can, we can start talking about the field as a whole. Uh, anybody have any surprises by far? I'll, I'll start because I don't want to. To get poached, uh, Watford are good. Watford are a good team. They outplayed Chelsea for seventy-five minutes. Not which, not saying that Chelsea's the greatest thing since sliced bread, but Watford are a legitimate top eight team, and that's kind of cool to see. Surprise, um, Bradley, you've been quiet. Uh, I mean, I'm pleasantly happy with how Newcastle's playing because. Yedlin's on the team, so and, and he's been playing really, really well. So uh, it's good to see them not be like hovering around relegation. So is I'm okay it? with that, but yeah, it is, and uh, I'm pretty happy about that. And I agree with Watford, even though their logo looks like a moose, even though it's a deer. I did some deep diving on their logo the other day. So, so wait, that's a deer. Yes. So it's. It like has, a weird British name for a male deer, and it like ties into the actual region that Watford's in. Watford's in London. No, like no, it is. It might be, but like the part of London, Watford. What? Elton John used to own Watford. Yeah, yeah. Elton John totally owned Watford. Yeah, that's crazy. I did not know that. They have they yep. named a, a stand after him. Yep. Stand he so. like ran the team too. Yeah. Yeah, it's in like the seventies and eighties. Uh-huh. What? That's crazy. Yep. It's like a like a far suburb though of London, isn't it? I think so. I mean, yeah, it's because not, I just it's know that down, but yeah, it's you know in uh in Love Actually when they he goes oh, on Radio yeah. Watford. Um anyway. God. So it's I guess they I guess they went on breaking his heart too much. which works out well because the deer is a heart which is a male red fallow deer and it represents the town's location in the county of Hertfordshire I guess that's why they call it the blues oh get out get out (laughs) that was a great tag thanks for that this is the worst of all time ever actually we just provided legitimate information yeah yeah 
Yeah, settle down, Daniel. What? Who's Daniel? He's the one. I don't know what's happening. Come on, you guys. This is just a circle of life. Oh, I, oh God. We're doing Elton John references. <laughs> All right, I got it now. Really? I was trying to buy BajaMen.com. Sorry. It's available with a J uh, instead of an H. Why, what is a fallow deer and why does it look like a moose? I don't know, but this train don't stop there anymore. Trains definitely go to Northwest London. Oh, yeah, that totally looks like uh, that Watford logo. Yeah, that's for sure. For sharks? Is it fallow like a color? It said red fallow, I think, deer. I don't know. What I stopped reading. Fallow? Red. My fallow. surprising. Oh, it's just I guess, I guess we can talk fallow. about it too. Fallow is just something they say fellow in British. Ah, fellow. Fellow. Oh, that does. That's a deer. It looks like no. a moose. It's that's culti- what I said. Fallow turns out cultivated land, like a piece of land, or uncultivated, so like wild land. So fallow deer means wild deer. Good talk. It means not pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what's your surprise, Renee? That Elton John on Watford. <laughs> that was pretty shocking. Uh, how bad Crystal Palace is. Yes. <laughs> they are. So if not for that squeaked out goal, they would be at three. Uh, They're at four. <laughs> It's amazing um, that, yeah, Chelsea gave up the first goal to them and lost. This year. Yeah, they're so bad. They are Holy so bad. Crap. I wasn't going to say that because it's mean. Bless you. Bless you. Thanks. Sorry, I couldn't mute yeah. it in time. That's all right. I don't have a surprise. I'll just jump in and say, I have, once Everton just started playing like a full, just diaper, I quit paying attention. And I'm going to try to do better now that they fired their manager, but man, I've just not cared this year at all. I guess Huddersfield having, Huddersfield having 12 points is good. He's got to put a new diaper on, man. They still, Everton right. still play. They, they, they were still playing nice football or nice soccer. They really They've also had probably the hardest schedule in the league so far. Yeah, yeah. that's so there's that. On, yeah, there's that. They'll be on, fine. Dude. They'll be fine. That that Davis kid that's I, I know they'll be fine. It's just going to be another boring season like Colin, in I'm the middle. pretty sure the last time we recorded, you were surprised to find out that Brighton was owned by Hove, a.k.a. Jay-Z. So... <laughs> That's right. You know what, Colin? I'm still standing, all right? You'll make it. Good good talk. All right, let's come let's come stateside. Yeah. Don't oh. let the sun go down on me. Let's Oh my god. Let's talk about uh US men's national team. Um Colin, since you know you didn't want to talk about Everton too much, Ooh. maybe you can shed some light. You want to talk about USA? <laughs> so the 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 U.S. men uh, have a caretaker manager, essentially, right now. Uh, Dave, yes. Dave Serkin, is that how you pronounce his name? Dave Serkin. Dave Serkin, um, who's a tactically, kind of a tactically intelligent guy who was Bruce's uh, right-hand man is probably the best way to put it um, yep. for all of Bruce's career, more or less. Um, Dave is very well-liked by players. He uh, was a manager of Chicago once. Um, Chicago Fire and didn't wasn't particularly successful, but so Chicago dumpster fire. Yes, the dumpster fire. Uh, so Dave um, is going to kind of take over for this match we're playing against Portugal in November. What was supposed to be like a World Cup warm up beginning thing, um, and it's not. Uh, so that sucks. But um, some rumors I saw yesterday were that they're looking at sixty players for this match, and that the, most of them are young players, which is good. 
Yes. Um, thought the same thing. There's absolutely no <laughs> way that anyone from that Dave is going to be the head coach uh, unless we win by like a hundred, like an actual hundred. So I think I'm MLS or MLS US soccer probably said, Hey Dave, like you are the boss, do whatever you want. Like you don't have to win, play young kids. Like let's have fun, get some European kids, bring in Weston McKinney, see if you can get Jonathan Gonzalez from uh, Mexico to come play. And let's, uh, let's do this thing. Um, which I think it's fine. I'm, everyone kind of assumed it was going to be Tab Ramos, but I'm, my guess is that Tab said, give me the job or don't give me a job at all, and I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, as he should have. So we'll see, we'll see who they hire. I don't really have any clue who I want. Like, what do, do you guys have a clue who you want them to hire? I don't. I like Tab. Tab for a full term. I'm in on Tab. I'm fine with Tab. Um, he's not super interesting to me. but I'm in I'm, on, El, on El Piojo, though. So That'd be good. Real good. No, I, think, uh, to, I will let go on Colin's uh, Dave talk. Dave is Dave is pretty awesome. Dave is yeah. a, like comes off as a really nice guy. Yep. But there's always like the warm side to Bruce's just cold shoulder at all times. Um, so and there were there was always talks about because Dave has been with Bruce forever. Yeah. Or freaking ever. So there's always that talk of whether it was Bruce or Dave who was the successor if there were both, but it'll be interesting to see how much of Bruce we see on the field with Dave, but I don't know. Yeah, what, do you, what do you think the dynamic between Dave and, and Bruce was like, do you think like, cause you're talking about Bruce having such a cold shoulder and Dave being yeah. a warm one. Do you think that he just like said, Hey Bruce, come over here. Like, like hold me closer. You tiny dancer or something. Most likely, most no. likely. I, well, I mean, I know you guys are doing a bit, but Dave was the, um, the tactics guy. He I know was what you're talking said, about, Colin. Dave was the one who would say, um, you know, this is what I think we need to do. Let's do it this way. Uh, he was kind of, that was sort of what he was seen as. I know for the Galaxy. Yeah, and um, Bruce, and, you know, Bruce is a serious guy. You know, he just will look at Dave and say, <laughs> There are always videos, too, of Dave being, like, frightened by the players, which is kind of Oh, funny. with the wolf. He's scared yeah, of the fake wolf. wolf. It's really good. He seems like he's in the dark. Hey, hey, he's like a go break grandma. Like, maybe maybe he just needed to shed some light, like on the room, like you know, like a candle in the wind or something. Uh, that's so you, that's so you can don't let the sun go down. <laughs> don't let the sun go down. Oh, no. That, but no, songs, I'm, I'm excited for songs. them. I'm excited for them. Bad songs. Elton John's great. No, 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 I said sad songs. It's, oh, sad it's songs. a song by Elton John. But I'm in on I'm in on Tab. I'm in on Piojo. Uh, Piojo would be pretty cool. Um, I just. Don't, like my concern is that do you go with someone who you want to run the team forever, or do you go with someone who you want to run the team for right now? That's that's the I thought, problem. Yeah, I'm I'm in on like because Dave has the stakes are very low against Portugal, so just let Dave, well, just let Dave do his shit for a while and find out someone who replace him long term. I don't think Dave has never Dave has never come out as a guy who's like all about himself. Can I so, can I actually I want to actually interject like for yeah. hashtag real talk. Please yeah. do. Do we should we wait until a, a new president or Sunil Gulati is reelected or how, the presidential election to hire a new manager? Because I kind of think we should. Like I get that we're going to be in this limbo for s- several months. I think no. I think no. I think they have to be on the same page. The whole federation needs to take a look in the mirror. 
I, I mean, let's 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 jump into that conversation then right now and talk about like the election and um, what if we want Galati if we don't. I um, well, the only reason the only reason I brought it up, like I, I, I interjected, is because I feel like there could also like especially with Eric Wynalda, I feel like disaster. That would be a disaster. It would be a total disaster. I'm with you there. Okay, good. But I, I think that I just feel like. There could be a, a package uh, deal presented to the federation, and what do you mean? Who? Well, who, who's close with Tab? Or what about um, Bocanegra? Does he have any interest in taking over the federation? I mean, Bocanegra is like doing an amazing job running. Um, he is, Atlanta. and then. But that's my point. Like, I, I just feel like there there are names who are interested, and whether we're going to talk about you know Burhalter or Tab or Big Sam or um, Tata, like we we just it, it still needs to. We need to know who the heck the president's going to be because you know maybe one doesn't get along with the other. Well, I, I don't really think our president and our coach need to interact. I think the way it's been run with Gulati for a while is a little odd, and I think it's slightly out of character. I would prefer that I would, I would honestly prefer Galati to report to the board and um, the coach, the manager to report to the board as well. Separately um, Galati do business, get a soccer guy. And that's the thing that I think we've, we've had expected Galati to do too much soccer work when he is a businessman and he's not a soccer guy. Um, and that's what I want to change. I would rather see his role change than him be gone. Um, personally, I think, and I, and I would love, love to mention AO as well, who I think has been pretty awful in this whole thing. Um, AO has just been pushing for, uh, Sunil to be gone. They want Sunil to resign immediately. Um, so they're like trying to get involved in the Federation while they say that they can't make any comments about Columbus potentially, which is, they can't two different things. But they can push for the Federation president to be fired. I, I, I think that's a little disingenuous. They sent an email today to AO did that I was like, wow, this is really stupid. Like you already told me that the official position of AO was uh, that you wanted Galati out and now you're sending an email asking for people's opinions. Right. Like so long my $15 a year. <laughs> yeah, Bye. Take that. <laughs> yeah, I'm out on AO. I've been out on AO for a while, but whatever. He did. All right. I'm gonna finally chime in. Uh, okay. One, right. no, it's cool. I'm out on our temporary manager, and I've said this in our chat. If this was Jurgen, we'd all be butthurt as shit. If Andy Herzog, they're like, "Oh, Jurgen's fired. Andy's gonna interim for a while." People will be salty as shit about would it. I wouldn't care. I'd be like, "Whatever, fine." No, you would. You would. Don't you dare say you don't. Wouldn't. You dare. Sick of your lies. Okay, that's fair. And so I just I'm out. Like we were we underperformed. If he was the tactical guy, our tactics were crap. So why would we bring him in for an interim? I just hire a real coach. As far as um, president, I don't really have any thoughts. I mean, they make a lot of money. So Sunil's doing something right. Colin's probably right. We probably need to get like a technical person to work with him and let him bring in the monies. Yeah, 
we have a th- did you guys see the surplus was oh it was a little bit bigger than we expected it to be <laughs> cool. yeah we i think with, so i mean i'm in on like i don't want someone permanent now i'm in on interim yes I for a while i mean i'm in yeah. an interim so two yeah, cool with that two for the gulati point like do we actually need him if if all he's doing is doing the like dean of schools position where you're just getting money it's not like we're gonna lose realistically money from like big sponsors for us i don't know i'm afraid we might without him like you you, do you think nike or coke or whomever else has shit with us he's gonna be like oh no sunil's gone we're gone no but if it's if it's uh eric winalda instead of sunil then it's gonna be like but i'm not talking about eric a disaster don't talk about eric okay well, he's the only—he's the only like real candidate that yeah, is getting any noise. That's why I'm—I'm I'm bringing him up. Did Donovan pull himself out of the run? Did that happen? Sorry. No, he was never running. Yeah, oh, okay. he, he probably was just. There were like rumors for a hot. Someone second. asked him, and, and Donovan like maybe gave like a half smile, and someone was like, "Oh my god, Donovan's excited!" <laughs> yeah, and it became yeah. big news. Uh, and then he's so, like, "I'm actually going to disappear for like three months, <laughs> and just you know, my yeah. guys." Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do, right? Mental health. Hashtag yeah, mental health. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't think, I think there's a part of like, to what Colin is saying, my, my worry with Gulati is how do you bring someone back to what they're supposed to be doing than where he is now? Cause he has, he was always about enjoying that spotlight of being the head of us soccer and doing a ton of shit that probably wasn't supposed to. I mean, I just remember when we did those rallies with AO at the yeah. Chicago Federation House, and he was out there, like, canceling the apocalypse. So yeah. I don't know if he's willing to to back that down when he didn't really own up to anything when we didn't qualify. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of, I've kind of turned the corner on that, though, and we can talk about that in a minute. I did just yeah. want to interject while you were going. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, that, no, no. so that's, that's my thing on that. The AO thing... I haven't given dues to AO in a while, but I also am removed, so I don't have any problem with their refusal to well, jump in. If, if, if everybody's okay with having an interim coach for a little while, what, what's the harm in waiting until the presidential election? Oh, I, oh sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Sorry. <laughs> Not to completely ignore your question. Um, yeah, but. That's fine. I, so... I, what I think Gladi needs to do, and I think I said this a minute ago, but I just I think he needs to take himself out of soccer decisions, and he needs to say, "I am now going to do. I'm business. I'm running the business. I'm going to run U.S. soccer like a business, and I'm going to have a soccer guy who's the technical director who will be in charge of hiring the coach. He'll report to me. I can fire him, like the owner. Like treat him, treat Gladi more like an owner, which I know is a little insane to say, but and then have him hire a GM who's in charge of the technical side and, and to, to the point I mentioned with Renee earlier, like a minute ago, um, and Gulati does need to get his point straight. It can't be, you know, Bruce saying in December, Oh, we have to develop players. And then Gulati saying now, well, that's not really our job. I do agree with Gulati that it's kind of not the U S soccer's job to develop players anymore. Um, I think that's the job of, of uh, the various academies and the academy system in the U S which I think U.S. soccer could do more to kind of push that forward, especially with a hundred million dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in surplus. Um, 
but I, I mean, it's, it's a changing world. Like Tyler Adam and all these young guys are like coming through academies now. But to, to the, but I, so I get what you're saying, but I'm yeah. wondering if he's able to do that. I mean, this is the That's guy fair, again yeah. has been like intentionally in the forefront of a lot of things. Yeah, you're right. And yes. including being in the fucking locker room. Like, I don't think, uh, yeah, that's wrong. The U.S. soccer president needs to be in the locker room at all times. Preach. Yeah, that's really. I agree. I agree with that. Team. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he has the ability to tone himself down after he has been the face of it for a very long time. That's a good point. And I know that, like we're talking. I mean, or Colin is talking about like having someone do more of the technical side. Like we can knock him, but like I would argue we were all pretty excited when he initially hired Jurgen. Like yeah, we excited. all thought that was a big step in the right direction for us soccer at the time. Yep. Like, well, arguably and, it was, and, and you can still, exactly. Cut. So, yeah, sorry. No, I'm just, I, I'm saying exactly like, so he has made some good decisions and like under the circumstance of firing Jurgen, like Bruce seemed like we were all pretty okay with that too. Like, it's not like he's made terrible we didn't make the World Cup. Like, at the end of the day, I yeah. get what you're saying, but if yeah. you're the person in charge, yep. like, at a very general, simple level, we did not make the World Cup. You yeah. didn't, that's you didn't do your job. And, 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 like, that's it. So I understand that you're not the coach, and I understand you're not in charge of decisions, but your job is, like, you're the parent of this fucking thing, yeah. and you had – your job was to help us get there. Yeah. And we didn't make it. And that's – and I hear what you're saying, like, yeah, we lauded – you're again, we were fine with Bruce. We were fine with all this stuff. But at the end of the day, we didn't make the World Cup. Well, sure. and also if he and, – and I just want to chime in just a, for hopefully a brief second. If he's going to be – I mean, he put himself out there as essentially the, the face of the Federation, which to me is the face of U.S. soccer. Yeah, you know, we talked about the players, but that, that's what he wanted. He, and and I, whoever it was talked about he put himself in the limelight, and now he's un, unwilling to you know, fall on the sword – and to me, that, that just speaks volumes about his relationship with the actual, with actual uh, team. That's, that's a good point. And thought, uh, oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I thought Palpatine was in charge of the Federation, but continue. That's fair. That's a good point. That is a good point. But he wasn't in charge of the Federation. Oh, that's even a better point. <laughs> you're, just, you're just wrong. <laughs> God, I mean, if you okay. Anyway, uh, so I just, I just at the end of the day, like what Renee said, he didn't get his job done. He wanted the he wanted the limelight. He got it. He refuses to take responsibility. And also, if he's going to be in the freaking locker room and he's going to be so involved, then maybe he should have told the players, "Hey, players, yeah, we are playing Trinidad and Tobago, but you know what? We need to qualify." Yeah. I I, I mean, it, it just. He he can't have it both ways, and it seems yeah. like he's riding the riding the fence yeah. a little bit. Yeah, um, but I do want to I do want to pivot a little bit away from that, and and yep. to piggyback off of Brad's point, I want to talk about the women because we should be talking about the women, and and it's not fair for us to solely judge Sunil based on the men's national team. Agreed. Um, the women had another huge victory, and. They look incredibly impressive, and the young ladies who are coming up through, Pew. exactly through through um, through the American ranks. They, I, I mean, it looks like they will continue to be one of the 
best teams in the world for decades to come. And I want to know how much do y'all think Sunil can take credit for that? Uh, none. The, the women have always been good. I, I think, frankly, I'm worried about the future of our women's program just because we can't continue to rely on having being the like place that offers women the most opportunities. We actually have to help women have better opportunities, not just more, you know, that's, that's kind of my thought is that um, (laughs) we can't continue to take them for granted and be like, Oh, well, they're just exactly. Exactly. We can't just be like, Oh, well, they're good because you know, forever they're going to make them play in new Orleans where we'd never make them. And also, and also you're telling me for Gulati, I know that he probably doesn't have this ability, but you're telling me that in his position, he doesn't have any sort of pull or influence to, make sure that they play on grass at all he times. Does. He does. Yeah. He's the one that scheduled those and let it happen. Like, yeah. exactly. so, like that's his fault. So that's yeah, another that's, reason his butt should go. Yeah. yeah. If that's, if that's, that's him, he should have been gone a long time ago. I think there's a better argument that he should be gone before for the women and not for the men. That's fair. I, I think I, you're exactly right. Yeah. You won me over just by that one sentence. Can we talk about how maybe the U.S. should look to get Adidas? as a sponsor since no, we Nike's in America. Nike's an American company. Like, yeah. Stay with yeah. Nike. And their uh, soccer jerseys uh, don't rip like their basketball jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, but weren't you complaining, Renee, about the Trinidad game about not having proper Yeah, I was. I was complaining about that. So maybe, I don't know, but but again, I don't know if it's if it's for that, I don't know if it's the actual Nike contract or if it's whomever's in charge. The players of the aren't all wearing Nike. The players are wearing whatever shoes they yeah. wear. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying just equipment, yeah. like our equipment manager, is probably to blame on that one. Yeah, or I the players being like, "I don't want to wear this." That's probably right too. Or, I just wanted to throw out some hypotheticals. So I really don't have any states in it. Guess what? The hypothetical was garbage. All right. Okay. But can I, I want to ask actually one one very last question on Sunil. Okay. What role, if any, do you think he played in this whole kind of either anti-foreigner or not foreign, but all these German uh, Americans who came in and everybody was like, no, because they're not born in America or all that garbage. Did did Sunil have anything to do with that? Did he handle all that properly? Thoughts? Uh, I'm talking about, you know. No, I don't know. Like, I just – I assume he let whatever coach – and I know Thomas Rungan was a big part of that. They want to have the best players they can, and America is a diverse nation with a widespread military, and lots of babies are made. Um, uh, I like, wasn't trying to opine rightly or wrongly on either side. No, 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 I know. I know you're not. I know. And it just yeah. to me, like, I, I think, think – as, as, Sorry, Colin. Yeah, I don't know if he's supposed to make a comment and say, hey – People of America, stop being such racists. Which is, <laughs> I feel like he should that every day. I think he he every day. I'm, I could be misremembering, but I'm wondering if when Jurgen, this was a while ago, when Jurgen was talking about non like non American players, and there was all this crap. I think Gulati came out saying that just because you weren't from here didn't mean that you were any less American. Yeah, Gulati's. I remember out of immigrant. Like, he's, yeah, he's Indian, right? He's yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I, all right. So it, I, I was just curious. I just wanted no, to. That was a fair question. That was a good question. Yeah, no, that's a good yeah, question. I was that's much better than Brad's hypothetical. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's continue talking about Jeez. stateside. And, um, I'm turning into a Mona Lisa and a Mad Hatter, dude. You're the worst. <laughs> the worst. I don't even. 
I don't even know what to do. Oh, hell. <laughs> exactly. What do you mean? You know what to exactly. Do? You're, you're sorry. killing my brain. I'm my sorry. Brain I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, but the bitch is back. No! I was wondering when that was going to get it. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about MLS. Colin, just, just go. Just, just, oh, man. Playoffs. Playoffs? Save the, crew. Save the crew. No, let's do crew first. Do we want to talk about Save the Crew? Yeah, like we, can. we definitely want to talk about Save the Crew. Hey, they, uh, they freaking killed it on game day. Oh my god, did you guys see game that day? Was, yeah, that they was did. Amazing. That was amazing. That was pretty dope. Quick, a quick rundown for anyone who's listening who doesn't know, and just for you guys to kind of show, tell what's where we are. So a couple weeks ago, Grant Wall posted had this tweet at like on a Monday night at like ten o'clock. And said, FYI, hey. that was like prime tweet time reading for me. So I know. He said, hey. he, he said that uh, the Columbus crew were going to move to Austin if they can't find a stadium site in Columbus. Full stop. Um, and then the next day, the owner from the crew officially made that announcement, like on the crew website. And since then, has just totally bungled everything from not offering fans uh, refunds to. Um, tweeting weird things about putting people in situations, just very strange, and then to just totally vanishing now after the crew won one of the best playoff games in MLS history. True story. Uh, as he should have, and I frankly think he should have vanished. Like, he should just be quiet and not say anything unless they win MLS Cup. Uh, and, you know, initially I was very, and I think I still am, you know, pretty defeated and think that this is, absolutely happening but it seems like now that he may not have been doing the legwork that we all thought he was beforehand um you know austin has said no we're not going to offer you any help or money or land you have to do it yourself and it's austin there's no land and also like austin has seemed to just not care about this at all which has been kind of the funniest part the people in austin who really wanted a team are in it but no one else cares at all um he wanted to be this you know it, it honestly seems like he just looks at Atlanta and, think, and says, ooh, I want to be the new shiny thing, and then already isn't in Austin. Like, people already don't seem to care about it. Um, and if th- that's not enough to tell you maybe don't leave, then I don't know what is. So I think, I think that makes it a little less likely to happen. Um, but we'll see. I mean, maybe he'll get land for a stadium in Columbus. He says he can finance the stadium himself. I question that. Um, I don't know where a stadium would go in Columbus, but and I also don't know why we need a new one when our stadium is less than twenty years old. Like, what's wrong with the Crew Stadium? Real talk, because the times that I've been, it's nothing completely fine. Nothing's wrong. It it doesn't look like Sporting Kansas City. That's the only thing that's wrong with it. No, it's supposedly in a bad area. The one thing thing that I would say about Columbus Crew, and I love that stadium. Yeah, Yeah. I love that stadium. Is the same thing that. I think the Home Depot StubHub Center, God, I'm old. The StubHub Center has is that, like, it, they they are kind of getting left behind on the shiny concourses for, yep. for, like, fans. And I will say that about the crew. I remember when I went to get a Pizza Hut mm-hmm. pizza, and it took mm-hmm. me forever to go find food. That's a, But that's, like, the one thing that he doesn't, he realistically doesn't really care about. No, like, that's I, not something that, that would make him move it. And they could rebuild those concourses. That, oh, yeah, absolutely. You could absolutely revamp absolutely. everything outside yeah. of the inside of the stadium. Yes. The like, seating and everything is amazing. Like, rumors, yeah. The rumors I've heard are that, oh, they can't put a roof on it because the like ground isn't stable enough, and I don't really think I'd buy that. Um, what? 
I know. I was reading the lease actually for the stadium, uh, the stadium land, and they're allowed to expand the stadium up to forty five thousand seats. Wow. So the ability to do that exists. Hmm. Uh, is there like a height thing that doesn't allow them to go? No, there's no requirement. No zoning stuff. Wow. Nothing. No zoning stuff. They can but build anyway, it up to a forty-five thousand seat stadium there. Yeah. Um, just with the current lease, and it's that's the only thing that I, that I would see potentially wrong with the stadium itself. I will say it's better than like it's better than uh, Toyota Park. Oh yeah. Did you see how many people were at their playoff game? Chicago's playoff game. There were Eleven thousand. Yeah. 11,000 people were at their playoff game against New York with uh, Bastian Schweinsteiger. And if he wants to talk about like taking forever to go to a stadium, that's actually taking forever to get to a freaking stadium. Yeah. To go to a park. Same thing with the Home Depot. Columbus, I mean, you, guys have, you can walk to the damn stadium. You can walk there from campus. Yeah, from like, downtown. And, it's, and it's, been a, it's been a... They've not done a good job marketing the team in the state at all. It's just... It's been kind of a disaster. And they, they could help with public transit in a better way, I think, if they really yeah. wanted to. And that's their complaint is that, well, people can't get there. But Columbus is still not an urban, like, living city. It's a very no. suburb-driven. It's a young – it's it's a city that grew very quickly in the 90s, and it's very suburban. It sounds yeah. like the owner of the crew just needs to say goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, and just, you know, get over this yes. concourse thing and, you know uh. – just, just, just accept the He needs the to sell the team. He needs to sell the team or say, screw it. I'm gonna I was trying here, really yeah. hard to link that in. and I, That yeah, was good. No, that was like, good colors. <laughs> it was fine. He needs to sell the team. Um, he yeah. needs to sell I, the freaking team. You're exactly right. I, I mean, it, yeah, he needs to sell them. When I first heard, I and I think I talked to Colin about it. When you first heard it, you were like, hey, okay. hey Johnny. <laughs> um, you're the one. You are the one. <laughs> Um, I was wondering, like, how legit this was going to be, and I get, I get, Colin, where you come from of being, since this is your team, this is your song, yeah. Um, oh, that was my first dance. Uh, that you would feel like you guys are losing them. From an outside perspective, this was a fucking train wreck. Like, I did not yeah. think them. Like a day after, I was like, this isn't happening. There's no way this is happening because. Everyone that was out of the sky is falling mode, I think, could see that this was really, really unprepared. I think, we, I think we thought it was more prepared than it was. Yeah. Um, my Which question, yeah, my question is, will he, if, so assuming this doesn't just fall apart in the next month or two, if he, he says he's moving the team at the end of 18, at the end of the next season, if they can't get stadium deal in Columbus, which I think they probably could, um, if he decides that, and he will MLS make him have to have land lined up in Austin first? And will they have to have approval for that land? They have to. I agree. Otherwise, you just lost yeah. how much revenue. And what's, what's interesting about that is that, yeah. like, sort of separate to all of this is I was, I've been reading the, um, all the insane Amazon proposals, and one yeah. of the actual front runners for that is Austin. Oh. So conceivably, Austin – is, that could absolutely screw it up. Yeah. Yeah. Austin is going to go nuts over trying to get Amazon and give them whatever prime land that they want. <laughs> prime we'll spend, oh, that, <laughs> is that was very and good. And we'll spend all of their time and attention on that. Yeah. So, pre court, you're not going to be a shiny, a shiny man down there. No, he's not. But who knows? It could go to Detroit or Milwaukee. Detroit. Yeah. But no, Amazon, Amazon, unfortunately, uh, like I was reading a good amount of them. I think Forbes had them as the most likely. Yeah. 
Austin, you said? So that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of it. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's going to happen. I, I think it's going to happen, but I hope it doesn't. Um, Columbus fans – you know, need to buy more tickets. I wish we could have more season ticket holders than we do. Columbus fans just need to do the Crocodile Rock and just bide their time until everything's done. Nice. Or they need to just move the crew to Detroit. No. We don't get one. Get out. <laughs> just give me a team. God. Let's move. Let's talk about Let's talk about playoffs. Do we, do we really want to stop talking about the Columbus crew, though? We won't. We'll get back to the crew. I'm done talking about them moving. I've talked about it too much. He just doesn't want an empty garden. <laughs> hey, Johnny. Oh, God. Um, Throw me into space. I want to be a fucking rocket man right so now. So did you guys watch any games besides uh, What I would do to be a Skyline Pigeon, oof. Did you guys watch any games beside, aside from the Columbus-Atlanta uh, match? Because uh, I sure I watched, didn't. I watched a little bit of San Jose-Vancouver um, because that affects my team. Oh, earthquakes. Watching yes. Earthquakes. Yeah. Um, I did not. See, so I'll do, I'll do a quick run through of the where what happened. Um, the what what you is interesting to point out is that the top five records in the MLS um, are all in the East. So if any of teams one through five makes MLS Cup, they will host it. Um, I think it's based on points. Columbus has fifty four points, and they are in fifth. And, yeah, Portland won the West with 53 points. So um, the only way the West will host MLS Cup is if New York Red Bulls win the East. Uh, So I'm hoping to get to go to another MLS Cup in Columbus in a couple of weeks. Um, All are invited if I go. Uh, So that is – that's the the most interesting point. Uh, Or not – the most and interesting point. Uh, Red Bulls went to Chicago and beat the pants off the fire. Um, yeah, I think God. everybody kind of thought the fire were dragging, and it's one of the things that the fire did was they got all these great players and they played them very hard early in the season and got a big. Uh, they got a big lead, not a big lead, but they got kind of this push, and they're in, they got into third, and then they just are old and they fell apart. Um, and New York is kind of peaking at a better time, even though they've sort of struggled too the last couple of weeks. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. I, th- I think New York's going to lose to Toronto in the next round, but that's whatever. Um, Vancouver, the Vancouver Whitecaps pl- uh, beat the crap out of San Jose, who absolutely yeah. should have been in the playoffs. Yes. Um, San Jose had a negative 21 goal differential. It's my favorite team. Negative 21. Yeah, garbage. That is ridiculous. How do you expect to, like, how do you expect to do anything with without scoring to put that in perspective how bad palace are right now at 20th in the table just in case you need a refresher they're at seven minus 17 for their goal differential through 10 games yeah so that's how bad san jose has been for the entire season minus 21 it, you know usually maybe minus two or three you can be kind of even columbus is only at four because they give up a lot of goals but atlanta's at 30 <laughs> Toronto's at 37. That's insane. Those two are also insane. Um, DC United minus 29, and they were in last place in the East. So, oh, um, the Galaxy yet? Galaxy were minus 23. Ooh. Minus 22. Negative 22. Yeah. It's just like San Jose wasn't good. They probably got a bunch of nil-nil draws and lost a bunch, of, uh, lost some games by a lot. Um, but they they shouldn't be there. It was it was a little 
I'd be frustrated if I were in the East, even though that I know the schedules aren't balanced, but just to see how crappy they were uh, and to still make the playoffs. Um, is it so time to get over? Is it time to stop doing conferences, or are we too big of a country? That we're, we're too big. Yeah, sorry. yeah. I was honest. Like I think we've talked about this, and we'll, we can talk about it after the season um, is done. But I, I mean, like in an ideal world, world for me, MLS is like thirty teams, and you play every team in your conference twice, and then you play every team in the other one once, once. and or never at all, and then you treat it like two different leagues who play only in the MLS Cup, which would be kind of cool. Or uh, that would be neat. Or be you fun. could do it like interleague play, where for a month or two, the conferences each kind of sporadically play each other, and then you go back to your conference. Play. Or you could do two. Everyone plays uh, the your own conference twice, and you play the other conference one time. You already said that. Okay, cool. That's still a good idea. If that's yeah. what you're looking. I'm so, yeah, no, I, I didn't realize I said that. Um, that's a that's, lot of games. That is. Well, I mean, there need to be. Forty between thirty-five and forty games would be ideal. We play thirty-four currently. Um, Forty-two games. That's too many. Not counting playoffs. Yeah, that's forty-two is too many, but like thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven is fine. Um, the Dynamos, Houston Dynamo, beat Sporting Kansas City in one of the worst games ever. I've heard. Uh, I'm glad I didn't watch it. Sporting KC is kind of a disaster. So, Phew. Sporting Kansas Kitty. Wow, that's what I wrote. <laughs> Um, well, I don't even want to talk about that game. Uh, and then Columbus won in an absolutely Ooh. exciting game against Atlanta that I hope you guys all watched. An awesome freaking game. That was like the biggest advertisement so- for MLS. Like, just record that game and send it to everyone you want to watch the league. And holy cow! Yeah, that that game had that game was wide open from the beginning, and yep, nothing. Just freaking. Shots on frame, saves, and it was intense. And for it to finish 0-0 was just incredible. Crazy. And yeah, Zach Steffen, 22-year-old Zach Steffen, uh, looking Future. like he is reaching his potential at a young, young age for a goalie. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, moving on, the next round, Portland and Houston play. Uh, the, Did you say Houston really – what so, oh, you said? Moving on, yeah. Portland's Houston's really good on the at home, so it's going to be hard to play on the road for them for Portland. Um, that's that one's interesting to me. Seattle, Vancouver uh, will be fun, I'm sure. Red Bulls, Toronto, and then Columbus, New York. The first game Columbus plays is on Tuesday. That's going to be insane. It's the first home game since the announcement. That's going to be lit. So is it sold out. It is nearly sold out. There, there are less than a thousand tickets left. Lit half. Yeah. So it's going to be crazy. Go and crew. There are some suggestions that Columbus, the crew, haven't been marketing this game very much, which is kind of true, um, and a little bit strange. But I think it makes sense given the behavior of the owner. So save the crew, pre-court out. UTC. I'm excited to see what happens with the TIFOs, how they get the TIFOs into the stadium. TIFOs? TIFOs, how they record the games on their TIFOs. I they're love TIFOs. They're going to have to, like, yeah. sew it in stadium. They could, yeah, they may, they may have to sneak in. Yeah. I'm hoping the TIFO guys have some – I know they do have connections with, like, the ground crew and stuff, and I hope they can uh, 
make something. I hope that they, they lift just a giant middle finger TIFO and it just like slowly, like just like unfurls. It's just a giant, like <laughs> my, I don't know anything about what it's going to be. My assumption is it's going to be something very player positive that says like, we love Columbus, never leave. Like we're here for the players. Like this is our team. This is our community. And then there will be a lot of smaller signs in the crowd that will be made at the game. I mean, yeah, you, no so, you, you, so you don't think that it's going to be a giant middle finger? No, but I wish. It's no. going to be a giant gif of Homer Simpson going into the hole in the Simpsons movie. <laughs> it's it's nice. a gif? Yeah, they invented gif tifos. You didn't hear about this? Gifos. Gifos. It's going to be them saying, I'm still standing. I'm still standing. I'm, I'm done talking about MLS now, you guys, because you're just doing this now. <laughs> it was good. We all well, talked about like, Columbus Crew Boys. Yeah, I know. I know. We all talked them up. That was great. Uh, the college game day stuff was really cool. Do we want to do quick? Do you guys have like predictions? Who do you think is going to win the next round? Um, so Portland, Houston. Portland, who you got? Portland. Yeah, Portland. I don't know. I, I know. Houston, actually. I know. I'm kind of in, in on Houston. Yeah, I'm going to go with Houston. I'm going to say Portland. Yeah, okay. Uh, Seattle, Vancouver. Vancouver. I'm in Vancouver, too, because uh, Dempsey's out in the first game. Good. I'm going to pick Vancouver because I hate Brad. Yeah. Seattle because I'm a homer. Uh, Red Bulls, Toronto. Toronto. Toronto, too. Yeah, Toronto. That could be ugly. Oh, nice. (laughs) I I don't know which team I want. I think I want, like... I don't know. I don't know which team I want because you would much rather play Red Bulls. Than <laughs> I would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Columbus, wait, wait. Uh, is yeah. this not Lice Pig? Are we doing Red Bulls Lice Pig or New York? You're, you're mispronouncing oh. Leipzig. Lice yeah. Pig. <laughs> um. So sorry. I thought we were talking about the German team. Never mind. Toronto. Sabi okay. Keita has had like that was way worse than this Elton John bit. Yep. Agreed. Columbus, New York City. The longest Elton John bit. Uh, what's What's Davi Villa's deal? David Villa, this is oh, so I heard this stat yesterday uh, listening to Total Soccer Show. Um, David, David Villa, no, I love they're amazing. You just kidding, all, but just, just Total, soccer. Plug. Total Soccer Show said that uh, David Villa has scored more goals against Columbus than any player has scored against any team in the same amount of time, uh, which is terrifying to me. But also, like whatever, we we drew them. <laughs> He'll be fine. Like he can't continue doing that forever. No. I was so impressed with Berhalter's tactics against um, Atlanta with very little like prep, more or less, that I'm like pretty, I'm pretty excited about where and what the New York City game will be. We could have beaten New York City, too. We just, a couple crappy breaks yeah. went either way. I mean, they could have also, it was a 2-2 draw with a fair result. If um, Columbus played the way they played in that Atlanta game, no, yeah. one, no one will beat them. I agree. I agree with that. So, go crew. Gotta, you, ah, there's so many... The There's so many um, scoring opportunities that you guys just have to execute on. Is yeah. I mean, you can say that about anyone, obviously. Yeah, but. and it's that's the way the the offense or the team is built is to create a lot of scoring opportunities, and you finish as many as you yeah. can. Um, but yeah, if, if if your goalie continues playing like he's playing too, it's just you guys are kind of you guys are my, peaking at the well, right yeah, time. My my fear is that it's been eleven games. The crew are on an eleven game unbeaten streak right now. Yeah. Um, what I would say, which what I would say about scary. that though, is that, like, well, just four more. There is, the, know, there right? is the fear of, you know, when are you guys going to lose? And I think, exactly. I think I would be lose now. I would, I would, <laughs> I would be there with you on that. 
if not for the shit that is going on now. I think yeah. the pre-court stuff and the stadium stuff is giving them, like, I think a lot of focus. I agree. Especially for their fans, because I feel like Columbus has had a long history of very passionate fans. Yeah, 20, 21 years. Have, yeah, that have a connection with their team. So I think yep. it's First like... Team. It, they just rebranded. What the heck yeah. are they doing? I know. Um, I think that would alleviate my fears. Call of, of yeah. Of, I think there's something else that they're playing for. The the team has said uh, some has made some interesting comments that I don't know if I mentioned to you guys after the game and before the game. Yeah. They, I, I don't expect the team or the players no. or the coaches or anyone to, to say anything against their owner. Like you, it's your boss. You can't do that. But no, you cannot. I would I would venture a guess the way that they've talked. It seems to me that in behind closed doors they are saying that they're in a major league situation, like the movie Major League. Um, yeah. Yep. Everton. Oh, That's just amazing. a chance. Uh, yeah. No, I do. I'm serious. I never like, thought I of think that. It's, That's amazing. I, I am not the first one to say that. I think that was also total soccer show. Um, that, that was actually me. So. But they're in a situation where behind closed doors they're saying, "Hey, you're." Owner wants to take our owner wants to take a team away your from son. your town, a town that loves you, a town that's been there for you for sacrifice longer than any of you have been playing this game. So, you know, go out there and win this for them. Like, stick it to him. Don't let him move this team. Yeah, um, you all have like, put down than, roots here. Hopefully, it ends better than Major League. Uh, didn't they make it to the pennant? They make it and then they lose. They get like crushed. Well, that's fine. Yeah, they get crushed in the finals. Oh, if, the we make it, if we host the finals again and lose, then whatever. That'll be cool. Again. No. Right? I remember. So, anyway, no, that'll, yeah, no, I think there's a, di- yeah, there's a different thing that's fueling that. But I don't know that. I, I don't know that they're doing that. Maybe behind closed doors, they're like, hey, let's win so we can go to Austin motivated. Um, but. Or, hey, let's win so we can have, so we can win. Yeah, exactly. But they, they've made comments like, you know, Will Trap coming out, usually like very calm. Will Trap said, oh, MLS doesn't want us to beat Atlanta in Atlanta, so we want to go do that. Like, he straight up said that. I'm sure MLS like wasn't happy about it. I do, too. And after the game, he said, you know, we want to do this for the fans. The fans deserve this. We want to go home and play in front of them. Um, yeah. And so did Burhalter. And those are things that you don't say if you're, I don't know. Especially especially yeah. uh, Bruce Arena school Burhalter. Yeah, and Burhalter gives, is a little more candid. He gives some funny yeah, quotes. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. I think Columbus. I think Columbus can pull it out against New York City. That's um, that's the best matchup. That's the matchup I wanted. Um, I mean, ideally, I, w- I wanted to play Chicago because I don't think they're very good, and I was right about that. Uh, yeah. But Atlanta was the hardest. I think the second hardest team we could play, and we've already gotten them out of the way. Yeah, you guys went into a really like intense volatile atmosphere. And shut them down immediately. Yep. Is New York City ever going to get their stadium? Good question. Weren't they supposed to have it done by, like, yesterday? Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why MLS may not let Columbus move unless they have the land. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what, a, what a catastrophe. Yep, sure is. And I'm predicting New York City wins. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Brad. You're, oh, wait, New York City leaps it. Oh, you're talking, about, uh, you're talking about the Big Apple of... Uh, the big apple of Leipzig. The little apple Manhattan, I think is what you're going for, Colin. Yeah, you're Leipzig, right. Germany. In Kansas, yeah. Uh, nope, literally, I just, I literally. don't know. 
Well, Lester scored again. <laughs> R.I.P. Everton. Oh, God. What's <laughs> Leicester. Leicester's back. Two to nothing. Damn. Hey, wait. If Everton gets relegated, does that mean we're going to have to start talking about the lower divisions? Yeah, it would mean that, sadly. Damn. God damn it. Brad. Jesus. Yeah, man. What? What's going on? Hey, soon? If this, it's not too soon. There's a lot of games left. And Everton Exactly not. too soon. Yeah, stop being a jerk. Easy. Jeez. Easy. Being so mean. You know what? You're just acting like, you know, stop. Nikita. No. <laughs> I forgot about that song. Oh, hey man, I, I just, I, you know, I want love. All right. <laughs> Are we done yet? <laughs> I think so. I'm so um, tired. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Ooh, let it do, let it <laughs> well, this has been a podcast about Elton John. I mean, um, and SeatGeek. Hello, that's right. And thank you to oh, our yeah, sponsors. Seatboys.com is available, you guys, if you want to buy it. And uh, City Mayors. <laughs> so, City Mayors. This, this has been brought to you by CityMayors.co.uk. If you guys want to be a city or a mayor, please please contact us at CityMayors.co.uk. You know what? I, I know. Not as affiliated with Pizza Hut. As a Man City fan, I can say that City Mayors did great support for Man City. If you need to order a pizza, please go to citymayors.co.uk and click on the Pizza Hut button. <laughs> if you, you want to order pizza. garbage, you can go to that website. If you want to order <laughs> a turd in a box, then you go to I, d- I haven't put that button up yet, but I will. That'll be something I put up soon. <laughs> the turd in the box? Yeah, I'll put a button up that lets you click on it and then it just pops up. <laughs> like okay. Anyway. Well, well, yeah, um, well, let's well, let's talk offline about City Mayors officially sponsoring this podcast with zero dollars yeah, and zero cents. We'll, we'll, take, we'll take this discussion offline, as they say. Go Galaxy. <laughs> let's let's take this discussion offline, as as the cool kids say. All right, well, good talk, you guys. Um, hashtag Save the Crew. Watch MLS playoffs. Goodbye. From me. Offsides.